Okay, I just have to be real with you guys. Dave and I, it is our anniversary, 12 years of marriage, and we cannot start this podcast properly. Woohoo, because we're just so in love. <laughs> we're so don't know how to talk to each other. Yeah, that's what happens. It's true. Welcome to Football Date Night. I'm Melissa Jacobs. That is Dave. I don't know if I'm just too lathered about the 5 and 0 49ers, but we've we've tried to start this podcast like 10 times, you know, in the business that's called takes. Yeah, yeah hot takes. <laughs> they, they would be, blo- it would be like the Bachelorette bloopers oh, episode. There we go. There so we go. I actually believe that it would be entertaining. Yeah, you kind of strike me as a Hannah B. <laughs> Do I really? From yeah. Alabama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a blonde girl from Alabama who's a beauty pageant. <laughs> Be- beauty much. contestant. Then they have nothing on. else going on. That Spot is me. on, yep. Spitting image. All right. You're just you're avoiding the, the subject at hand here. Is there a there, subject at hand? There is. There is we're, we're, we're doing this um, Sunday night, week six. We're back. We, we should also, by the way, we need to address, we weren't here last week because Dave didn't watch any football. Yeah. And I think we, that's kind of what we decided how we're going to handle this. I mean, it, we should be doing it on a weekly basis, but if Dave doesn't watch football, it's kind of hard to talk to him about football. Yeah. I just kind of sit there comatose. Last, and great. he would love to watch football, but our son had like 17 youth sports events. And yeah. And I, I don't want to be the dick that's sitting there <laughs> on my phone <laughs> watching the games while there's, there's sports on the field. You know, I should probably watch my own kid and not, you know, Sunday ticket. But I, it would be kind of fun if you didn't watch and you just like came in with all the hot takes, which is like, you know, probably what like 50% of the media does. I mean, it's definitely Stephen A. Smith. I don't think he's ever watched <laughs> yeah, a football no game question. in his life. No question. So we will be here, um, as, and certainly as we get more into the playoffs, I think the the soccer, I think the, the the state cup soccer stuff dwindles down. I think it all starts to dwindle. So that should mean Dave watches more television, watches more football on Sundays, and we should be we should be here. But yeah, if we're not here, you know why. Yeah, that's uh, better for everyone when I'm watching more TV. <laughs> better for our kids. Better for our. It is. Our, it's our, great, our especially when the kids, especially with our five-year-old, we can just put him in front of the TV all day on Sunday, like from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. It's so yeah. good for his development. He was getting really good at at uh, video games today, so <laughs> I think I think there's some some major development going there. All right. Well, in any event, we will be here enough. So if you like what you hear, if you like. You're not going to like me. Are you what? here? No, I mean, I just mean that in the sense that like people here. I feel like this is a lot because I've now added a bonus pod to the Football Girl podcast okay. where I do a watchability index, which is basically, um, you know, which games suck and which no, games it's very don't good. suck. Yeah, it helps me to know uh, which yeah, games to like, watch. Right, exactly. And then I have the regular pod, so it's just a lot of my voice. So I know there's some people that hopefully are cool with it, but I feel like you're just this fresh, shining star that, you know, brightens everyone's lives on Sunday nights and Monday mornings. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm the cameo. I'm yeah. the cameo guy. Yeah, just go with yeah. Just right. Like, okay, you know, fair enough, fair enough. Appreciate, I appreciate yeah. the compliment. So if you like Dave and you you. I mean, tolerate you. I've, I've tolerated him for 12. You tolerate me. I've tolerated Dave for 12 years, but I kind of like him. So if you kind of like him, not in the same way I like him, please leave us a reading. Yeah. A review. And of course, subscribe. Yeah. And you will hear our lovely show 
when I can make when, it. When Dave can watch football. <laughs> um, so the the main the main television today was graced with uh, the 49ers at Rams, and Whew. it was it was just freaking. It was football porn for me. Whoa. I know. I just, I can't, it was what came to my head. Is it because of Jimmy G? Is that? No, no not at all. We've talked about Jimmy G. I'm not going to talk to you about, like, I'm not going to break down his appearance for you, but you and I have had these conversations offline and you know that I only have eyes for you. Dave. I appreciate that. Um, it's true. But not in the football. But right? I like my, I will say like my single um, friends who are 49ers fans that I text with, it's fun to sort of like hear their takes on Jimmy G, which are very different from mine. Okay. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Jimmy G was not the story of this game. The story was Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator, who was like, you know, inject his enthusiasm into my veins, please. Like, yeah. holy shit. And it, I would be like that too. It was like four or five fourth down stops. I mean, starting with that key one, it was like fourth, fourth, and I don't even think it was a full yard for, at the goal line. Stuffed him. Yeah, tried to Stuffed ram it right him. in. Hit yeah. the wall. Oh, good one. Look at that. Oh, I wasn't even <laughs> trying to make a button. Oh, well, it worked. <laughs> it worked. See, you don't even know how funny you are, Dave. Um, but it was, it was just, God, it was perfection. That the defense, the Rams... Jared Goff threw for 78 yards. The Rams had, I think, like 157 yards of total offense. And it was so – even, you know, as you know, I was at the, the game against Cleveland, and that was like, oh, the Niners finally faced a real opponent. And then the Niners crushed them, so it was like, oh, well, the Browns aren't for real. They're just the Browns again. So that doesn't count either. <laughs> so when are the Niners going to face a real opponent? And, you know. I would like to think that a team that was in the Super Bowl, like yeah, I think seven that qualifies. Ago, nine, ten months ago, like whatever, uh, counts, despite the fact that they like kind of weren't there and don't, yeah, don't look so. But great. certainly a real offense, right? right? I mean, and and you know, you have Kyle Shanahan. I mean, there's just oh my god, there's just so much to love about that. Like Kyle Shanahan scheming the way. I mean, you. As you know, because I talked about it all week, they lost Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback. Shanahan loves using him in creative ways. He's a fantastic blocker. They lost Mike McGlinchey, their right tackle, the first-round draft pick last year, who was, like, starting to pick it up a little bit. Obviously, Joe Staley's out. They're missing their one of their starting cornerbacks, um, Akilah Witherspoon, and – Man, everyone stepped it up. It was like yeah. the Rams. It was so. It was actually like very strange. It was like the Rams just were so demoralized early, and they the they scored first, and then the forty. I mean, it was weird. It was like, oh, this maybe this forty ers defense. Maybe we're like kind of overreacting. Totally adjust. They. I mean, the Rams scored three minutes into the game. They didn't score again. Yeah, it's pretty. It's so much fun, and you know, I've been there. It's kind of my life. We never had good offenses, but but the Bears, like you knew, you had a defense. They wouldn't just beat opponents when they're good. They would just beat them up, right? And yeah, you and I think we just went like seven minutes into a podcast when the Bears have a bye week <laughs> before you brought up the Bears. <laughs> I'm just giving you props because okay. maybe the 49ers defense is close to as good as the Bears. You know, I, I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't believe that they are maybe in the same league as the Bears defense. They are. I mean, I, I know that you're, I mean, he's saying it with a big smile on his face, but they <laughs> legit are. Like, I, 
like com- completely. And it's, it's the adjustment. I mean, the in-game adjustment, in-game coaching adjustments is literally what makes, what separates coaches in this league. Yeah. Like you can, you know, you can obviously like going in with creative offenses and all of that kind of stuff is great. But if you don't know how to adjust, you're like totally screwed. That's very And that's true. why, you know, the Patriots can often, you know, some, in some games stall and then just completely, you know, light it up, you know, by the second quarter or second half. They're just like, they're dialed in. You've yeah. seen that. We've also seen them like be up you know, 28 to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is there, is there a coach in the league that is more creative with the running game than Kyle Shanahan? No, no, he's, Oh my God, what he's doing with that Brita. I just, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> and I haven't, I've only had a little wine tonight, Yeah, but it is, it was just, you know, cause Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo is still kind of recovering for dinner. He still, he still has some growth. He's actually, and I'm going to pinpoint, well, um, Robbie Gold is the big issue mm, for the Niners. But every, every, I mean, yeah. Every, you want to trade kickers? We could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Maybe that's, maybe he's just like, maybe it's just sort of a, you wouldn't let me go to Chicago. Yeah. So I'm just going to suck this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you get for franchising. <laughs> I know. A that's what you get for franchising. He's like, a I'm a kicker with a track record. Every, all the kickers suck now. So I'll find a job somewhere. <laughs> so whatever. Um, so he's an issue, and Jimmy G is. She still makes mistakes. He still sometimes. I mean, he makes incredible plays, and he's still very athletic out there, meaning he can make bounce off tacklers and things. But you know, sometimes, and and he did this on one intercept, just floats it up a little too much. Mm. He has a strong arm, like he can he can zip the ball. He doesn't need to, to doesn't need to float. So I'd much. rather have Jimmy G than Mitch Trubisky. So. <laughs> Well, I, I would rather have Jimmy G than Mitchell Trubisky too. That's not really <laughs> okay. the point, but it's a point. It's, not a, it's a point. It's not like a like an NFC supremacy conversation: Bears versus 49ers. I mean, one team that's five and zero, oh and okay, the other is okay, not fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, I mean, they have the the running back back to the running backs. I mean, Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida are just just such a great duo obviously I mean he Jarek McKinnon was supposed to come back I mean he used the fullback really well and then he has Raheem Mostert too and they you know just just the, like some like the misdirections the you know God, just the way they like get those extra inches they, they kind of like they're it's just there's there's some you know aggressiveness in this team that is is different that kind of sets them apart certainly it did from the rams today yeah so um like on the scale of like what's giving you more happiness 12 <laughs> year, 12 years of marriage anniversary or uh, the 49ers being five and oh well obviously i have to say 12 no 12 years of marriage <laughs> come on i mean i don't know today but am I happy today because yeah. it's my anniversary? Or am I happy because the Niners won? Right. Like you woke up this morning and you knew that no. it was going to be our anniversary. You did not know whether the 49ers were going to beat the Rams. So it's right. more of a surprise. So if you, if you yeah. talk about like it was like a present. Like I feel like yeah. Kyle Shanahan was like, you know, I really want because it wasn't stressful either. Like there was the Rams were out of it after the first quarter. Like you're like, OK, this all. And, and that's we can talk about that in a second if you want. What's going on there because it's kind of crazy but 
I was like, yeah, this is just a really lovely anniversary present from the team. And lovely. I just really appreciated it. That and is very lovely. We, remember the anniversary when it was, I think it was 2013, like the post-Super Bowl year um, when the Niners were in the Super Bowl and then it was our, the, the, uh, New, the New York Giants were playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we came to San Francisco. We didn't live here yet. And I was like, oh, and it was actually, oh, it was the, it was the stick. I can't remember. Was it the last year? Maybe like the second to last year of the stick. And I'm like, you have, this is, I have so many good memories here, dude. You like, if you want to, if you want to feel more connected to me, you got to watch a game in the stick. I was like, it's so charming and decrepit and like disgusting and wonderful. That sounds, yeah, very charming. <laughs> Those are the words that I associate with charming. <laughs> decrepit and disgusting. We got, and the, the New York, we, we just, we First of all, we were with a friend, but which made it inherently less romantic. But then, <laughs> and also, I don't really think football games are that romantic. It was not romantic. It was not romantic. And then there was just some like drunken woman behind us. Super Bowl champion oh Giants! Oh my god! Screaming the whole like, game. Yeah, like you our- won the Super Bowl eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> like and you're just gonna go to the game and just taunt the rest. Of the, I mean, more power to her. Honestly, you kind of appreciated the commitment. But she didn't know taunting. football, and that was what was frustrating. So I'm like, okay, there could be like a, a smidge of female empowerment if she's gonna like make comments that would show that she kind of like you know knew who the players were. Even <laughs> um, cool, and then she wants to taunt. Not as annoying, but then she didn't actually. She, it was it was all alcohol induced taunting. <laughs> no, it was really frustrating. So um, the Rams, you know, they're not. You know, they they have a little losing streak going. The I mean, Jared Goff maybe got paid a little too early. <laughs> Yeah, what's his QBR this year? Like, where does he rank in the? I don't do the, the QBR. The echelon of uh, quarterbacks. You mean qu- quarterback ranking or the yeah. ESPN one? Yeah, the ESPN one. But whatever. I mean, he's he's I mean, not. I think he has. I think maybe Jameis Winston is only quarterback oh, because God. he had five turnovers today. That has more, and everyone's like, Jameis Winston's done in Tampa. Like, that's maybe not this week, but like, yeah. he's obviously not the solution. And Bruce Arians is there to spark a new era and this isn't the quarterback that he'll be sparking it with is now become the common consensus obviously the rams don't have that (laughs) same situation yeah it it feels like he's like this silver spoon kid he you know he he got this great situation with this wonderkin coach got all these weapons the coaches you know talking in his headset Basically, like he's like a kind of like a quarterback robot, not really like making his own decisions and his adjustments. He's just like listening to the, what the coach tells him to do. And he was awesome at executing that for a couple of years. But now the league has figured out. He wasn't that out. awesome. Yeah, um, well, he was awesome last year. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. That's no. what, OK. Fine. One year. Uh, and, and 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 now the league's kind of figured him out. And just what you said about adjustments, like, is this a guy that can can adjust himself is it McVeigh a coach that can adjust to what the league right uh the league is doing against him it's kind of like the read option remember when everyone (laughs) thought the read option was going to be this great thing and nobody uh could figure it out um yeah yeah they did it's interesting it's like well maybe all the I mean I guess who are they missing Zach Taylor 
their quarterback coach, who's the coach of the Bengals. Yeah, so maybe like that's maybe it. The missing piece, <laughs> Zach missing. Taylor. So um, Jared Goff's quarterback rating, for whatever that's worth, is 80.8, just slightly under that of one uh, Mitchell Trubisky, oh. who's clocking it at 81. Oh, yes, Trubisky's got Goff. Perfect. <laughs> 0. 0. Perfect. Point two. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to hear this whole Wat- Watson <laughs> and uh, Mahomes chatter, you know, like right uh, at the whatever. Eli Manning. Yeah, uh, yeah. The so Trubisky's right up there, man. Over better than Goff. Yeah, it's not. Um, wait, is this right? Does Baker Mayfield have five touchdowns and eleven interceptions? Is that real? <laughs> that doesn't sound very good. That's- <laughs> he's yeah. He's uh, a. Yeah. I mean, Nick Chubb has been getting it done there. Like he he's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, that team also obviously not. I mean, they, you know, they had they had a chance to win. That you know, Russ, Russell Wilson is just man. I've really come to appreciate him, and I feel like because he got rid of like, or not he, but the team basically got rid of the entire defense. That I think like wasn't that fond of him. That he feels like more of an ownership of the team, mm. and he's like really come. And also, he's like the entire team now, so he's really like taking ownership and you know sword yeah like, he's awesome you know i don't know yeah and May- mayfield i mean mayfield is just so erratic but you he makes some plays you're like oh, there's right. very few you know quarterbacks who can make those plays but his receivers are just they're letting him down like uh, several of his interceptions today were just because his you know receivers couldn't catch the ball yeah yeah odell and um odell had a couple of good catches but you know, they just have such severe offensive line issues, too. I mean, who – I was going to say who doesn't. I'm, the Niners should have offensive line issues, but they did not today. Aside from, like, one play where Aaron Donald broke through and he was so – like, I couldn't even get a full blink in, and he was, like, already to the quarterback. I'm like, how – like, he's still Aaron Donald, but – Okay, so should we continue with the Niners recap show, or should we talk about anything else? So then, um, the punter <laughs> Mitch. Was, <laughs> no, uh, we, can we just talk about so the LA there was a, there was a huge Niners contingent there. Yeah, which is really interesting because there's oftentimes not even that at Levi Stadium. Right. <laughs> well, it's like, easier to get to maybe than <laughs> Levi Stadium. <laughs> Take That's a, a very good point. <laughs> depending on depending on rush hour traffic and you know LA is not really uh so hunky dory, but um the the Chargers game, we just finished watching. Yeah. The Chargers game. And that was in Pittsburgh, it. right? That was definitely in Pittsburgh. Oh, I Wait, this says it was in LA though. Because I saw about 75%. Uh, I think it was 80%. 80% of black and gold. I mean, how do you even – we can talk about the Chargers team in a second, but the excess knows of it. But how, how demoralizing is that to just – you don't have a fan base? Like I'm sure they have them. I'm sure they have like, like on the beach or like, you know. I'm sure they um, have like, like their families are there maybe, I hope. Yeah. Like it's are just, there – Families even there? Or are they just like whatever? This it's is possible. It's just L.A. It's just a crap stadium. L.A. is the in. worst sports town in the country. The fans are terrible. It is so easy to root against L.A. because their fans are bandwagon. They don't go to the yeah. games. When they go to the games, they show up late. They leave early. They're there just for appearances. There is nothing good about any L.A. fan base except maybe the Clippers. 
I, I would give you the Clippers, but the Lakers, the Dodgers, the football teams, probably the Kings, even though I'm not watching, <laughs> they're just all terrible, I terrible fan bases, okay. and their teams deserve to lose. You can't be like fake bandwagony hockey. Like, you're either in that or not, right? <laughs> I bet you during they're the Gretzky MLM. era, I bet you during the Gretzky era <laughs> that there was a bunch of fake bandwagon LA Kings fans. Like, be, like it wasn't Jack Nicholson, but it was just like B-level. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it would be a good... I'm trying to think of like that guy who was in all the '80s movies. Who was in? Was he in the ex? Oh, the a Poltergeist. Do you know what I'm talking about? That actor, Tom, like Tom Bergeron or he, something. Yeah, Tom, uh, not Tom Bergeron. He he's a reality. Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger. <laughs> yeah, I think that. No, I don't think it is Tom Berenger that I'm thinking of. But Tom Berenger's exactly. Uh, I'm just Kings fan. Tom Berenger. I was gonna say Emilio Estevez, but then he, yeah. <laughs> he was the Mighty Ducks. But whatever. What? A, yeah, yeah, close enough. So we're also, um, it's been a great, honestly, like obviously our anniversary is the most important thing. And we did, we celebrated last night because, you know, football. And right. Um, right, right, right. But we also have been celebrating all week because we're huge Washington Nationals fans. They Stay are. in the fight. Yes. This is, this is the year. They, they have a little bit of a mojo. Baseball is all about mojo, postseason yeah. baseball. And yeah. They have it. And that game, um, when the, the – just back to your point about L.A. fans, the Dodgers are up 3-1. to one. The Dodgers were up 3-1, to one, game five, right? Yeah. Dod- and guess what happened at Dodger Stadium when they were up 3-1? to one? What happened? The L.A. fans, the ones that – were there because they weren't coming in late, even though it was like what the sixth, seventh inning, I believe. They started doing the wave. Yeah, that's what you want to do in an elimination game, <laughs> te- really tense environment to make your team feel like you're really into this and that you're hanging on every pitch. <laughs> Let's start doing the wave. Yeah, it was like the eighth inning. It was the eighth <laughs> inning. I think they, and that's when Clayton Kershaw came yeah. in and like back to back. Home runs. Yeah, pretty Anthony much the Rendo fans are. Res- yeah, the fans are responsible for Clayton Kershaw's um, yeah. postseason struggles. I think. I mean. And they- then and then when Callie Howie Kendrick hit that glorious uh, grand slam wow. in the in the tenth inning, literally half the half the stadium left. <laughs> like I know at that moment. I know. Uh, just just the worst fans in the world. Yeah, I mean, I like parts of LA as a city, but um, yeah, that was. Not they great. deserve to lose. They deserve to lose in all sports. So go <laughs> Niners. Way to beat up on the Rams. You're a Niners fan. So um, also, first of all, the, the the schedule this week was amazing. Amazing. I didn't watch bold, much of the. Bold the statement. It was because I didn't watch much of the early game in London because it was 6.30 a.m. our time. Although yeah, our right. son, of course, woke up and was like, football! <laughs> and then was like a little bit of an asshole all day because he was tired. <laughs> um, but nice. no, like I love him, but you know, he wasn't that, that well behaved um, on the spectrum. But yeah, the, so the Bucks pay. I mean, I watched the end of it and I was like, okay, Kyle Allen's the guy. I don't see how you go back to Cam Newton. Um, maybe they will. I, I don't even know if Kyle Allen is the guy, but... It was it was it was kind of an interesting uh, watch and um, ending, but having that game early and then there were only six games in like I'll, I'll call that London game the very early slot, and then there okay. were six games in the early slot, 
four games in the late slot, and then obviously Sunday night, Monday it's night. It's a lovely Sunday. No, it was just like the first week that I was like, I actually feel like I know what's going on like before I go back. Because I'll, I'll go back tomorrow and like, you know, watch more stuff, look at more, you know, have, get deeper into to everything. But I, I, why can't this be the case every week? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they, they, they you know, the, the worst is when they have like 10 games. Yeah, that was last week. Games and then two late games. Yeah, it was last like week. And I do every, so every like couple weeks I do the Sunday column for the Guardian. And of course it had to be last week when there were 10 yeah. games and I'm trying to follow what's going on. Oh, we only have three TVs. It's very hard. Yeah. So you must have uh, really followed closely that, uh, that Redskins <laughs> uh, Dolphins game. With hey, it was close. <laughs> Um, oh my, my I, well, you guys were here at that point and I flipped it on at one point and I think you started screaming at me. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why, Why is this game on? This? Yeah. I, I feel like they threw the game though. Like they were happy. The they were happy to have scored that for the, touchdown. For those who don't know, they went for the two point conversion after they could have kicked the extra point to tie in the final seconds and Kenyon Drake dropped but even if he would have caught that ball, he would have been stopped because there was like four guys converging on him. If you're the Dolphins, think about it. The whole season is premised on tanking, trading away your players, getting draft picks. You know if you lose to the Redskins, you're, you're two games up in the, dra- in the draft <laughs> pick race, right? Because even if Which you tie they are. them, you tie them. With the records, you 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 quote win the tiebreaker because you lost to them, so that's huge for the Dolphins to lose that game for their draft position, and they need a quarterback. So, you know, you so you think when Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's just trying to stay afloat and always will, like for eternity seemingly, and Kenyon Drake, who's you know a running back who I don't know has maybe like a five six year career, he's just gonna be like and has probably isn't in the future plans or maybe, you know, not an essential part of them. Anyhow, I think he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, let's just run a, sh- a shitty call and I'll just like, won't handle the ball. Well, to help the team lose. I think, think I don't think Kenyon Drake drafted the ball intentionally. I don't think the players through the game. I, I just, just my conspiracy theorist in me a little bit says that that, pl- that go- the decision to go for two and the play, they call watch the play. The play had no chance of succeeding. Even if he would have caught the ball. I don't know. Wouldn't you do that? Isn't that the rational decision? If if your whole season is premised on tanking? No, because you would like to think in theory that you have front office personnel that even if you wound up with the number two or number three pick, like for example, the 49ers had the number two pick and they got Nick Bosa and he's been a complete difference maker. And Kyle, Kyler Murray, I'm sure has a great future, but obviously the 49ers have improved their team to five and zero, oh and the Cardinals are not quite there so yeah I don't think it I don't think it should matter in the NFL I mean unless especially you don't even know who the number one quarterback's going to be so we're sitting here to be, there's not a tank for someone in particular yet so I mean in theory if you have the two or three or even four overall pick that should be I fine in today's NFL there's not Andrew Luck sitting there there might that might that person might emerge, but I don't think so. Yeah, well, he's playing at Clemson. He can't come out till next year. Okay, the year yeah. after. But I mean, the I'm just saying, there's no upside to winning that game. 
There's only downside. Well, appeasing your fan base, I mean, you're home. And <laughs> I think the fan base well, is already checked well, out. Well, the funniest thing was the quote after because, you know, Josh Rosen was pulled, right? Okay. And he's like, so Josh is um, our starter moving forward, but he just made some mistakes and we wanted, we wanted, you know, for winning purposes, we brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. So I'm like, okay. so you... I didn't so like you only bring in Fitzpatrick when you want to win, but if you're trying to lose, you keep Josh Rosen. And I didn't well really development, long term development. But he's not their. You just said there's all there can they need a quarterback. Yeah, well that's true too. <laughs> all right, so one um one of the teams for we got to give a shout out to the Jets. I mean, okay, just that's uh, we don't have to talk about that game in depth. I mean, it was it was awesome. It was fun. It was Sam Darnold, man. Yeah. Sam Darnold. Finally got, <laughs> Big difference got maker. over that mono, man. Stop kissing all those <laughs> girls and start playing some football. I know. That's super lame. That's I cannot really tell you joke. the smile Dave no, was on his I, face. Honestly, I, was as it was coming funny. out of my mouth, I knew it was a terrible joke. <laughs> 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 it's serious, though. Like, I mean, like, because, you know, it Have is definitely not an injury. No, but I you know just, what it does to you. And I know that, like, uh, Chris Sims almost died from having a yeah, ruptured, sl- ruptured so spleen. Scary. Uh, I know, I know. But it was that was just a very, um, very exciting game. I mean, the Cowboys are missing two key pieces of their offensive line and Amari Cooper. That's a big loss, obviously. Michael Gallup is not that he was on my fantasy starting lineup or anything in my <laughs> one of my important leagues, but he was kind of trash today. Hmm. They're also missing a coach, I think. Jason Garrett? Yeah. He's not a very good coach. He's fine. It's like he's just fine enough. Right. They he's always fine. have enough talent to keep him afloat. And my theory on Jason Garrett, because, you know, Jason Garrett should have been fired like four years in a row, right, when they just always lost in that, like, week 17 game to go to, like, that, like <laughs> <laughs> elimination game, and then they would lose. And he was just always groomed to be, like, it's just, it, it's like a – I mean, we're going to watch Succession soon. And by the way, damn all of you who had spoilers on during Sunday Night Yeah, football. what's that, that all about? That is freaking brutal. Come on. Think about us at West Coasters. But no, but people are watching a football game and tweeting about that oh. to a lot of people. That I don't care if it's like The Bachelorette and it's like non-football season or there's not. But there's like a huge event that like millions of people are watching and talking about. And people are just like sliding into the feeds with their succession comments. No. Are there people that are like like people you follow for football that were DVRing the game so they could watch succession live? Do you think? I have people that um, I don't think they were football, but they're sports people and they were starting to give spoilers. (sighs) So rude. And yeah, it was, it was very rude. But speaking of succession, I I just think of, and I don't know, somebody will, might be the blood sacrifice, select like something, some twist might happen. I think I've heard that. I don't know what I don't it want, is. Stop spoiling That's it. it. That what was are you it. doing? That's it. Just you just told me there's a twist. Something big happened. There's a twist in the season finale of a show? I know, it's right? It's ruined. How can I watch it? I know. I'm so sorry. I'm a terrible... Sorry. I ruined our anniversary. Yeah. But the point being is that, like, he's whatever. Maybe... I, you know who he is? He's, um... Oh, my God. What's the cousin? Greg? Greg. He's Greg. Greg. 
He's Greg. I'm gonna have a Greg omelet. A Greg <laughs> no, oh my God, you butchered that so much. If you want to make a omelet, you're a gonna have to break some Gregs. You gotta break some Gregs. Oh my God, that was so bad. <laughs> omelet Gregs. Got there it. There you go. He is Greg. I feel he's like, Greg. except without like you know. He kind of looks not, more like Tom though, because he's got like the pasty white skin and the. Yeah, but <laughs> Tom. Kind of like but rude. I feel like you know he he like he's like Logan Roy decided that Greg needs to be in the inner circle in some way, but he's not not gonna have like real power. <laughs> I think so. It's he more knows like a lot Tom of shit. Greg, to be honest with you. All right. Maybe there's a Greg under Nathan <laughs> Garrett. Right. That's well. Let's can we just shout out the, the Jets and and. You just shouted at them. I know, out, like, but I want to shout ago. them out again because okay, my mom's good. a Jets Go fan. Jets. My brother's a Jets fan. There's lots of Jets fans. Go Jets, one and four. They're gonna <laughs> be the f- they're on, fifth, they're on dra- their way. fifth draft pick or whatever. I mean, the AFC is wide open, and it no, really it's not. Is. It's gonna be the Patriots. It's not wide open it's, at all. I mean, the winner is wide open. Who's gonna fill out the playoff picture? As okay, well. great. That's what, Who is gonna Kansas fight City, to lose to the Patriots? No, no, no. I mean, Kansas City. I would say even a week ago, even after they, the Chiefs lost last week, um, it still was like okay. And I, you know, I even went on radio shows last week and was like, well, it's obviously the Patriots and the Chiefs. And then I don't know after that. And now I don't really know about the Chiefs. In the, you know, that the Mitchell Trubisky game was a great game, by the way, but not so much punctuated. You know what I'm talking about with Mitchell. Yeah, Trubisky. let's. I just want to man, make sure. Screw that stuff. So in 2017, the Chicago Bears traded up to select Mitchell Trubisky <sighs> and I don't left hit. other teams I don't talk that about were played this. today. Why are you doing this on our anniversary? Sean Watson, because I, because I'm a journalist and it's important for people who yeah. don't know that information. Okay, thank you, journalists. Really, uh, keep your integrity. It's true. Twist so of the Patrick knife. Mo- they could have had Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. You know what? They could have had Solomon freaking Thomas, all right? <laughs> Solly Thomas was awesome today. Whatever. So that defensive line of the <laughs> Niners, are, you're, you're really teeing me up here, man. But the Chiefs, I mean, they have issues. I mean, they only lost by a touchdown, but they have – they're not – they're – Good. They, no, I <laughs> no, mean, they're, they're good. good. They have Their talent. defense is trash. They have, they have a trash defense. I mean, and that's kind of Andy Reid's hallmark. Like, he has never really had good defenses. He's a, he's a great offensive coach. He's a great screener. He, he is a great screen. screener. He he screens the hell out yeah, of them. You know, he, he, needs like, he needs to, like, hire uh, – He would they would, like, go with – Together, like oil and vinegar. He should like hire Greg Williams or something. Oh my god! Just to, like have some like bad off and like badass and like so- something to change the culture of that defense. Yeah, because it's it's not it's not stopping anyone. They're getting run over. That's what's happening to them. I know. I know. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happens moving forward. Like I, you know, the trade deadline is the end of this month. I don't know who they get. I don't know if it's just maybe a lack of talent. I mean, I, I you know, it just seems it seems like a very big issue yeah it's just, and now it, it's i don't know i mean the you know the ravens like I, I just look at the afc picture and i you know i know the raiders were on a bye this week and it's crazy to even talk about the raiders, the raiders. being in a playoff picture but look yeah. at like i'm looking at the standings right now and i mean i guess the texans you have to say they beat the chiefs today you have to, but uh, you know the. I guess the Bills also. We'll see how for real they are. 
and they're four yeah, and one. It's depressing as all hell because none of those teams are good. It's just the and, Patriots. And, and, and you have the Patriots who are just going to roll into the Super Bowl uh, again. It we, sucks. We kind of know that, right? It and sucks. We, You're going to have to go yeah. through Foxborough. What, which of those teams are going to go to Foxborough no, in January none. and win the AFC championship game on the road? Nobody. It sucks. AFC is super boring. Just follow the NFC. That's at least some more fun. Yeah. So yeah. Fun. The Saints. I mean, the the Niners, um, you know, that'll be the not. Uh, if you had to do your playoff picture right now, who, who I mean, the, the Niners, number one seed, obviously. Obviously. Seahawks. I mean, you got you have the Niners, you have the Seahawks. You have, I mean, the Panthers are four and two. It doesn't feel like they should be yeah, four right. and two, but they are. And the Saints. I mean, the, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. I love him so much. I love his story. He's obviously among the backup quarterbacks, like upper echelon. But he's not Drew Brees at all. And to think that they're just like keep winning with him there again. So much is predicated on their defense and their. I mean, across the board, their secondary has been great. Their pass rush has been great. But man, like when Drew Brees comes back, got that. Yeah. And then yeah. your division is right. just like. Insane! Like you got, the, you got you're yeah, all cellar. those teams. I know all those teams could could make could make the playoffs. There's like ten legit playoff contenders or ten legit contenders to make the Super Bowl in the NFC versus one in <laughs> the AFC. I know it's crazy. So but, my watchability um, yeah. is going to just be like only watch the NFC right. <laughs> like right. every week. Don't watch any games involving the AFC. Unless they're playing an NFC team. No no dual AFC teams. Just avoid them all. And I know I'm going back to the Niners again. Yes. But when, when do the Niners play the Seahawks? Um, It's November 9th. It's like the first week in November. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that will be Oh, my God. I'm already nervous game. thinking like about that. Like, that will be like a legit fun game. Monday Night Football. I, I, I honestly could not believe what you were saying today. And, what do you mean? that you were kind of rooting for the Seahawks over the Browns? Like, who are you? Who is this person? Oh, it's it's uh, November 11th. Oh, which is um, veterans. You know, we need to, you need to go. I'll probably go as, you know what? Maybe I should go as a fan. I mean, I'll either, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go unless I'm doing a story, like in terms of media, but maybe I just won't do any work and I'll just go as a fan. Maybe we should all go. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. If the 49ers are undefeated, I'll go with you. How about that? Oh, is that my anniversary That's present? That's your anniversary present. <laughs> my <laughs> presence at a 49ers. The charm of Levi's Stadium. But I have, to, I have to be able to go to the office and, <laughs> and just stay at the office. I work close Okay, to let's talk about the logistics stadium. of that day on this podcast. <laughs> so who's going to drop off? Um, yeah, should we get out our calendars? <laughs> Um, all right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, it's That's been it? Ple- yeah, I don't have anything else to say to you. All right. No, I mean, we have no. Succession to watch. Yeah, that's true. Let's <laughs> see, what, let's what, see what Kyle Shanahan has brewing up for that. I know. I feel like, because I, I, I mean, it was in his presser, and I'm like, he's Kendall Roy. And I just feel like I don't get love. I put that out there into the ether sometimes, and I'm like, I never. Well, because it's you and the thousand other people that are saying it. No, they're not. No? I don't see that many other people saying it. Oh. All right. Well, please, Twitterverse, give Melissa some love. I mean, I'm not doing it anymore because I've done it enough. And he, okay. I was literally came to his press conference. He's wearing a cap just like Kendall Roy, like the, the baseball cap. And it looks just like him. Has he ever rapped? 
in a press conference? I feel like if he, no, but I feel like if he did rap, it would be, no, he's way cooler than Kendall Roy, obviously. I don't think he could gangster, go gangsta. But he wouldn't be so, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be like so mortified. Like he wouldn't do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. He has more That wasn't cool when Kendall actually did that. So, uh, he has more self-respect, but he does, you know, he does like, um, he, he, he listens to rap. I do know that. I know okay. he's talked about like artists that he's friends All with right. and I don't know. It's like, like, uh, I don't want to name any because I'm going to say them wrong and then you're going to make fun of me, which is going to make me feel like crap that you even know who they are. And I don't, I mean, I'm not <laughs> going to try to, I do to think he said he likes Migos. I will okay. say that. Wow, Mikos. I th- yeah, feel Atlanta. like he might have said it's that. It's because he was he he was in Atlanta. Maybe that's it. Exactly. There you go. There you go. They're probably like besties. Maybe cooking Migos up, is uh, dialing up, up some place. Stuff in the crock pot. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe he likes to crock pot. Thank you. Um, well, it's been a great 12 <laughs> years. It's been a great thought. Welcome back. I'm glad you were able to watch some football. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to. It's so nice to have you as my guest. This yeah. It's so nice years. to let me, if, that you let me watch football <laughs> today, too. I know. I was feeling generous today. So, I don't know. Are we going to be back next week? Whew, I, I don't, don't know. Rem- I don't know if we have to look at team snaps. We have to look, have to look at the youth sports schedule, but probably. Okay. Probably. I'm so feeling we'll, good about it. We'll probably it. be back. Um, if, if like, I don't know, is there a certain number of people that have to rate the podcast? If, we look, yeah. if you look and you're like, oh, 20 people gave us a good rating, or you like, no matter what, even if I just, I'm like, sorry, kid, I can't watch you play soccer. Yeah. Would you commit to watching enough football? Yeah. If if we get if we get ten ratings by next by next Sunday, I will commit to not watching my son play sports <laughs> and watching the <laughs> Sunday ticket on my phone. That's 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 what I'm committing to right now. That's kind of guy. All right, people, help us be good parents. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Go Niners.